0: strange perspective welcome to my podcast and i gotta say it feels good to be in front of the microphone again i've been recording so many let's plays i've had a camera aimed at my face for so many episodes it's nice to just relax, put on my headphones, and take out the microphone and just be with myself. Some alone time, some quality time with me, your friend, Danny. And thinking about what to record, uh, it, it felt weird. It felt odd. Because every single episode that I've done, at least most of them, let's not you know, let's not exaggerate, most of them, uh, I've come into the studio knowing what to record. But this one was different, and in thinking, what should I do? What should I record? It made me go through topics that I know are gonna piss me off oh, there's a lot All of things, things to talk up. about. That's going to piss me off. However, the more I thought about it, the more I went, this is the wrong approach. I don't want to fake anger. I don't want to talk about something for the sake of getting angry. That's just... Eh, it's not my style. That's more of a how can we make this interesting type of approach and... Fuck that. That's not what the podcast is about. That's not what I want to do. That's not what it's supposed to be about. One sec. Ah oh, Jesus. One more week. And I have my own trusty friend Jim Bean next to me. So and I know that the Halloween episode it's gonna be a doozy. <laughs> I know that the Halloween episode, I'm gonna get pissed off by that episode because it's one of those episodes that have just, it's been festering and lingering inside of me. Just gathering the fucking hate for years. So there's gonna be a lot of screaming for the Halloween one. And uh, I felt that if that's the case, then why not give some love? Why not talk about something that makes you happy? Why not talk about something... Why not spread the love and or awareness of a game to compensate? Because I'm not in a angry mood or a hateful mood. I think Castlevania, my, my Let's Play of Castlevania, it's taking a lot of that out of me. And this is not a plug to my own shit. This is more of a... Things that I do outside of this podcast to, you know, extend my brand. Oh, that's just tough. And if you're following me and my everything that I do, you'll know that what I'm saying is not for the sake of plugging things. It's just the fucking truth. So, that being said, I play uh, System Shock 2. On my Let's Play. And I'm playing Castlevania 3 on my Let's Play. And in playing those games. Look, the thing is, I started with System Shock 2. Because I've had this urge to play a certain game. uh, For several months now. And I've beaten that game many a times. But it's been so many years since I sat down to enjoy it again. So the only thing I've been thinking of is replay it but i also find the worth in trying something new especially if that game is on anyone's i'm i'm a bucket bucket list type of guy meaning i'll put more worth into watching a movie playing a game or listening to an album that people over the years have deemed as you need to experience this i put a lot of worth into that and not so much to games that can and sometimes even are better games but they're not as big or they're not on anybody's or at least they're not in the general public's view of games you need to play it's also a humongous reason why i don't play indie games it's not because those games suck it's not because those games are worse because there's a lot of indie games that are way better than the AAA games but i see little worth in beating those games because I'm a bucket list type of guy when somebody, it's like it's like this if for anyone not, not understanding what the fuck I'm talking about, it's like somebody coming up to you and saying, have you heard the latest band, I don't know the Wooden Floors, and you go who the fuck are the Wooden Floors oh they're the best rock band of all time Hmm. I've never heard of them oh it's because they're indie, but I promise you They're the best rock band of all time. Okay, cool. But, you know, there's a lot of competition to say that. What are you comparing them to? Are you comparing them to Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones? What the fuck are Rolling Stones? Wait, you've never heard of Rolling Stones? What the fuck are Rolling Stones? Then immediately that person's opinion means shit to me. It means shit to me. If somebody comes up to me and tells me, oh, the the latest movie by indie director Francois Lebich, is the greatest drama movie of all time, but they've never heard of Forrest Gump, then no, I'm not taking your opinion seriously. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. You should. That's my approach with games. Oh, this is the best action game ever made. Ever made. But in the same breath, they go, what the fuck's Halo? Then then fuck off. <laughs> I don't care about your opinion. Your opinion means shit. Is that fair to indie games? No. But I would say... 8 out of 10 indie games that I've played are meh. I just don't care. Anyway, uh, that's just an explanation so you'll know why I'm saying the things that I'm saying. Uh, where was I? Yes. I find worth them playing games that are on everybody's bucket list. And a game that is on everybody's bucket list is a game called System Shock 2. And the first game, I guess. And that game is the... Not a prequel. Because the game I wanted to play, it's not a sequel. It's a spiritual successor but if you like the game I'm talking about today then you should have played System Shock as a recommendation so I did if you want to know how that's going because I am not a PC gamer in any sense of the word all right I'm not I don't like to play PC games even though the games themselves can be fucking masterpieces it's just the fact of sitting in front of a computer it it, it kills it, it kills it for me I can't get invested into a PC game because of the platform itself. Are there exceptions? Of course there are. I'm speaking in general terms. So, in playing System Shock 2, which is a PC game, I decided let's do a Let's Play because it's going to help me, it's going to motivate me to sit in front of a computer to play the game. And that's why I started doing Let's Plays. If you want to see how that's going, if you want to see if if I'm doing well, or you just want to see the fucking game being played by a fucking amateur like me, I recommend you follow my YouTube channel. Links in the description for this podcast. Now, enough plugging. Come on, enough plugging. Why the fuck am I talking about all of this? It's because I played System Shock 2, but no, even though the game is fantastic, it couldn't scratch that itch. Of the game that I've been wanting to play for several months. That game is in the title for this episode. So I don't know why the fuck I'm teasing it so much. You fucking idiot. The game is Bioshock. Yes, amigos. This episode is my love letter. To a wonderful game. Called Bioshock. And if you've never played Bioshock. And I'm going to assume that most people have not played Bioshock or they haven't played... They haven't beaten Bioshock. So there will be no spoilers in this. However, if you've ever met me in person, you'll know that I have a lot of Bioshock tattoos on me because that game made such an impact on my life. It's made such an impact on how I consider video games to what i consider is the um, the level that you should reach it it put up the bar it raised the bar on what a fantastic game is that game came out during a summer period where there was no fucking competition so when bioshock came out it for a lot of people, it was like, eh, what the fuck is this? I knew that I didn't know what the fuck it was until I saw a fucking trailer of it. I went, okay, cool trailer. That trailer, Amigos, is so ingrained into my head. I remember every. I, I still watch that trailer. That trailer is over, it's 11 years old. No, maybe even 12. But I remember everything about it. Because I was like, what the fuck is this? So the game starts, it starts with a fucking plane crash. You're a person, the plane crashes, you survive, and you swim to a lighthouse. Now, entering this lighthouse, you'll be introduced to the main antagonist of the game immediately. And you go into a badosphere. This badosphere goes way, way down under the sea. And there, it the game reveals the location of where you're going. It's an underwater city taken straight out of your fucking dreams and imagination. And the reveal of the city is so fucking iconic that even if you don't like the game, the reveal itself is so iconic and masterfully done. And I promise you, it will be edged into your fucking mind. And that's the intro. I mean, I lost my breath watching it. If you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about and you don't feel like playing the game, please, please just look up the intro on YouTube. Put it full screen, put on some good headphones and just concentrate. And listen to the dialogue. Because that takes me to the next point, the voice acting in that fucking game. Oh, it's so good. And so good. Oh, jeez. They tell the story through audio logs. Audio logs are diaries that you pick up that you listen to. They're not cutscenes, which is another thing that I love. They're not cutscenes, they don't pause the game, they're audio logs that you listen to and you're still playing the game. It's just that the dialogue is recorded and you hear it in the background. While this is happening, you're still walking around in level, you're still shooting enemies, and this is how they tell the story. Because they just don't throw it at you. This is the city. This is what happened. This is what you gotta do. No, no, no. They slowly let you try to puzzle. They give you a lot of puzzle pieces and they give you the means to put the puzzle pieces together And how many puzzle pieces and how you put them together is up to you. But every level in that game tells a story. No level, no stage, no area in that game is like any other area in the game. Every single stage or level or whatever you want to call it is so unique. It's so memorable that it keeps pushing you and pushing you and pushing you. You just want more. I'm the type of gamer, I can only play a game for two, three hours at a time, then I gotta take a break. And I know a lot of you, a lot of gamers, you know, you can sit for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve 11, 12 hours, and that's cool. I can't. There's not a lot of games that can keep my attention span for that long. It's not because the games suck or anything like that. It's just uh, I can only do something for so long until I get bored, no matter how good the game is. Again, there are exceptions, and Bioshock is a fucking exception. Because I replayed this game. Even though I'm playing System Shock on my Let's Play, even though I I'm playing all these fantastic games that have been released in 2019. I had to scratch that itch. I had to scratch that fucking itch. So I installed Bioshock on my Xbox and I played it and Amigos 14 fucking hours. 14 fucking hours just sitting on the couch playing that game. I beat that game in a couple of days. Which seems like a very long time for some people. For me, it's unheard of. It's unheard of. And I, 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 I was so close to taking every achievement in that game. I was so close. so close. But yeah, that's why I'm recording this. Because in replaying that game, I realized this isn't nostalgia. No, 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 amigos. No, no. This is not nostalgia. Every single praise I'm giving that game, I've given and I am giving, the game deserves it. It's that fucking fantastic. And look, it's on PC, it's on PlayStation, it's on Xbox. There's literally no reason not to play it if you own any platform. Please, please, I am begging you, if anything else, what is this podcast all about? I've said it a hundred times. What is this podcast about? This podcast is about giving you a new perspective on things. It's about making you feel think about... Oh, that was horribly formulated. Just just play the fucking game, all right? The podcast is about giving you a different perspective on things that you haven't thought about before. I am tired. And for the fifth time, my cat is playing in the background. I think this is just how things are going to get. I don't know if this is recorded or not. She's, she's fucking around. If you've seen my Let's Play, you'll see her in the background playing, and you'll hear her playing. That's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done bringing attention to it. It's just it's the way things are. If you have a cat at home that likes to play around, you know how it is. Anyway. Are there any problems with Bioshock? Of course there are. Of course there fucking are. Uh, I would say a problem is that there's one hacking system. You can hack turrets. You can ha- you can hack security bots. You can hack safes. Um, and the problem is that they use one system for everything. And that doesn't really make sense. Why the fuck would you hack a turret the same way you're hacking a safe? Makes zero sense. And there's a lot of hacking, all right? There are some areas where I think I've been... I think I hacked... I think it was seven turrets in the span of three minutes. So it's a lot of fucking hacking in that game. And it's not very... uh, Stimulating to do it. So that can get on your nerves. Uh, What else is there? Uh, The animations on certain things, haven't really aged that well. And I shit you not, I think that's about it. I think that's about it, because when I played that game for the first time, it made such an impact on my life that I now have several tattoos of it. And I've beaten it several times, all right? I've beaten the game several times. That's also another thing that's very uncommon for me when it comes to video games. It's very uncommon for me to to repeat games once I've beaten it. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Fuck off. Bioshock does not belong on that list. I've beaten it several times, but I hadn't beaten it for for many years when I replayed it now. And... I didn't think it was possible, but holy shit. I love that game even more now than I did before. I did nothing that was possible, but... It's it's that fucking fantastic. It's that fucking fantastic. Ah, it's so good. Anyway, there's only so long... You can listen to somebody gush over a game. And I do hope, I truly hope that this uh, makes, you know, if, if, if I've gotten one person to try the game, I know I've completed this. I've done a good job. And I know half of this episode was dedicated to my Let's Plays and to plug my other shit. But you know what? I do think that it's important for me to tell the story of why I'm playing System Shock. Because it adds to Bioshock that even though System Shock, it's very similar to Bioshock. Hell, it's the same studio that did it. So it's very similar. It's, it's Bioshock is the spiritual successor. Alright? It's not a sequel of any kind. But there, they do share a lot of similarities and they do share... I mean there's audio logs and system shock. There is hacking and system shock. There's a lot of things that they have um, that you can compare it to. So I do feel that it was important to talk about it. And like I said, links will be in the description below. But if there's any game you want to play, please, please think of a Bioshock. I'm so happy I replayed it. Enough of this. Amigos, thank you for listening. I felt that I needed to bring some love to this podcast. And I felt like I needed to talk about something positive. But something that I still care about. Bioshock is the perfect game to do it to. I love that fucking game. Anyway... I gotta go. Thank you for listening, amigos. Now, would you kindly turn off this podcast and play show?